Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also empower you with a sense of complete control? Enter Conair Girl Bomb, your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results made just for women. From the ultimate Girl Bomb grip and professional grade blades, you don't have to compromise and settle for less. Conair Girl Bomb equips you with the precision and power previously reserved for men's grooming tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at ConairGirlBomb.com or a retailer near you. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. What's up? It's Lip Service. I'm Angela Yee. I'm DJ McGuire. I'm L'Oreal. And we got our girl Bia Bia here. What's up, Bia? I'm checking it live. What's to y'all? Hey, girl. <laughs> Listen, I'm glad that you were finally able to join us on Lip Service because, you know, you're a person that we've been wanting to have on our bucket list. So I'm glad we made it happen. Thank you for having me, y'all. You know, I love Lip Service, so I'm just... I would love to do this in person, but I'm just glad that we still get to get the ball rolling and do it even in the times. Yes. Now, right. trust me, we are going to do it in person one day, but we're going to have some fun with you today, girl. Uh-huh. Ah, yes, watch <laughs> for it. <laughs> All right. So I wanted to ask you this because I've been watching all this stuff happen on social media, right? During the pandemic, all these breakups. Have you ever been in a toxic relationship? Oh, yeah. Be Right when I got on the scene, I was in a real toxic relationship, like right in the start of my career. And um, I was in it for like four and a half years. So I was like learning how to be an artist while being in a toxic relationship. Um, so, yeah. But now I don't do toxic relationships. Why was it so toxic? Because, you know, when you with a guy that, you know, you really shouldn't be with, like, because he just don't really respect you. And like, once you let him get away with something and he kept keep getting away with it and keep getting away with it. And it's like you think that sometimes when you're young that you could change a man or that, you know, like you, you can just be patient through that phase. But it's not a phase. It's just some people are wired like that. And mm-hmm. I had to, like, learn that the hard way. Like, I can't change nobody. Like, he's really just like that. Like, that's just you. I think I had that similar problem. Like, I always felt like I could change someone. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, let me just spend a little time with him. He'll act right. And it's like, "Mm, no, that was his mother's job. Yeah. Like, respect is universal, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, I can't teach you how to to treat a woman if you've never had a, a woman to treat well. You know what I'm saying? You think that every woman has at some point been in a toxic relationship? Pretty much, like, the majority. If they haven't, then they probably will at some point. And it just, I feel like when you say toxic, it just depends on how far you want to take that toxicity because some, some women are like, you know, they like, I feel like women that grew up with a stronger father figure, like they'll be quicker to like leave, you know what I'm saying? To just be like, you know, like, you know, oh, 
I'm not putting up with that because they have a they have had a male role to look look at in their life. Like, but me, I didn't grow up with my father, so I didn't really, I didn't really know. Like, you know, I had to learn that on my own. Like, what my standards were as a woman. Was it hard for him when you started blowing up? Um, no, because I don't think I started blowing up yet. When you are artists, you go through that like people know you but you haven't really blown up. Like you could be, you could have 500,000 million followers and still be broke. You know what I'm saying? So I think he hadn't seen me go through my glow up yet. He has seen me just start to get like famous and get notoriety, but he he hadn't seen me become who I am right right now. Like I wouldn't even look his way right now. Like it's not the same. We we look back like, right. Thinking. Never. <laughs> what would happen when you worked with male artists, like, um, or maybe even a producer? Was it any jealousy um, when it comes to that? Or even now, like, do you have that issue? Um, no, not so much. Um, my boyfriend then was really like laid back, and I feel like that helped me because. I respected him like probably more than he respected me. So every time I would go to a studio, every time I would, I would get into a situation, like I I didn't want to lose him. So I always kind of felt like, let me move with this respect, you know, because I wouldn't want him to, to, you know, disrespect me. But I feel like that helped me in terms of like the industry, because a lot of people that get into the industry, they date around. And I, and I was in the industry for four years in a relationship. So I didn't get to date around. Like, you know, I just, I hadn't became washed, you know what I'm saying? Because like mm-hmm. a lot, of, it's easy to get washed. You know? mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm kind of grateful for that, like that I had that relationship. Now <laughs> I got a boyfriend. Now he's not taking no shorts. Like he, he's in my comments section going crazy sometimes. Like he don't give a oh, fuck. But. <laughs> I know. I see you in your. So who? So tell us about this new boyfriend or newer boyfriend. Because I saw you post to him, and I was like, hold up, who is this? Um, it's my, it's my little baby daddy or whatever. He's, he's sweet. He just treats me the way I'm supposed to be treated and we reciprocate each other. So it's never like, it doesn't feel like work. It's actually the easiest relationship I've had, but I think this is the first relationship that I feel confident in what I bring to the table. So, mm. you know, like I really believe that now you can't have a successful relationship until you're happy with yourself. Absolutely. It's 100%. So 100%. Where did you guys meet? We actually met through a mutual friend. Like one of my homeboys owns a studio and he has a couple artists that he like invests in and stuff. So he was booking out studio time for this at the studio that I was recording at all the time, like like my home studio. So mm-hmm. we would just cross paths. And um, like to be honest, at first I didn't really like him. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy when we first I would be. met. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did not like him like that. Like I wasn't. I thought he was cute, but I just didn't think that he was my type. You know. And um, he, he's a real hothead, like real aggressive. Like, you know, I, I didn't really like that at first. Like, I, I remember when Best on Earth came out, he had got into it in the club one time with Russ's people. <laughs> and it, it embarrassed me because I had just had the song out and I was like, go home. You're embarrassing me. Like, <laughs> you know, like, I don't even fuck with you like that. Like, I just, mm-hmm. I just started talking to him. Like, you know. We hadn't even we were we hadn't even kissed yet, and he was causing a commotion. So I was like, "You're fucking my shit up, like go," you know. So I didn't think it was gonna be here, like where we at now. We have to pass things up with Russ's people, like yo, you know, it wasn't nothing. <laughs> at at that point in time, like we weren't dating yet, so I was like, "Yo, my bad," like you know, I don't know what's up with him. I don't know why he did that. <laughs> Does he bring that up? up? 
<laughs> he laughs. We laugh about it now. Like, <laughs> oh, well, at least y'all can laugh about it now, right? Yeah, we laugh about a lot now. Yeah, he's he's solid though. Like he really show up for me, and I think that's what it's about. Like it's not about clout. It's not. He don't want any of that fame, anything from me. He just want to be there and like be in the background. Now I want to ask you about this quote since we're talking about this, right? And you talked about it earlier. I saw Erica Campbell posted. You can't sell host seeds and reap marriage benefits. Your brain and body don't switch like that. You got to prepare your mind for marriage because it's ministry. <laughs> That's true. You think so? I agree. I agree in a way because I had a cousin who got married really young. She got married while she was still in college, like 21. And she has four beautiful kids. Like they've been together. They hold. Now she's like in her 30s. And I remember when she first got married, I was like, you so young. Like you getting married. I want to get married too. And she was like, you know, if you want a good man, you got to be a good woman. And that just always stuck with me. Like I always bring that up, you know, when I'm, even when I'm talking to my friends or talking about like finding a good man, it's like, you got to be a good woman first. And, and uh, you can still be sassy and you can still don't, you know what I'm saying? Like do can your you shit. A woman and a hoe at the same time though. I think it's, you can have whole tendencies and be <laughs> like, you know, a hoe for your nigga. You know what I'm saying? But like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but everybody got little whole tendencies in them, you know? Absolutely. <laughs> listen i feel like at some point too when you know you gotta kind of do some whole shit when you're younger so you could like get it out you gotta get it out your system yeah yeah and it's good for the experience you know not to say you gotta like wild out but she said her wholeness was deleted right yeah you could get your shit deleted now like (laughs) but what about the people that say like um like hoes be winning or the hoes get wiped up quick. Like I was watching, um, I can't remember what artist it was. Hoes be winning. Right, hoes be winning. Yeah, but there was a there was an artist that recently just came out. I can't remember who it was. And he basically was like, if um if I wanna get somebody on my team, it's gonna be the point guard is gonna have some experience. It ain't going to be this bitch over here. It's going to be uh, Kyrie Irving. You know, somebody with some experience that been shooting in the gym. He's like, I'm going to go get me a hoe. That's what he said. He was like, a wow. good one, though. He was like, not a whack hoe, a good hoe. So, like, I do right. feel like sometimes guys will, like, wipe up a girl that they know, like, mad other dudes wiped up or whatever the case that, that has a lot to put it down because she doesn't had experience. <laughs> right. right. I think it depends on the guy. Cause like I know some guys that like they don't want to be they don't want to fuck with a girl if they could be in the same room with another man that fucked mm-hmm. his girl. Like you know right. that, I know thing. some niggas that's out for them. They like yo that's weird. I don't like it. But then I know some other some other guys that I feel like they don't care because at the end of the day like you might not be a hoe forever. Like I know some mm-hmm. hoes, like some girls that really that are real hoes. I know some that hoes that are good bitches. Like I'm telling you, good women. Like they just need the right nigga to clean it up for, and they're mm-hmm. not gonna stop hoeing for somebody that's not gonna take care of them because they're doing fine on their own hoeing. Hoeing. <laughs> if a guy is a hoe, or like a you know he was a hoe and you oh, my man can't be no hoe. Like because if you a hoe, when I meet you, you're gonna be a hoe forever, and I don't. I don't want no hoe. Like, I'm right, not a hoe. He can't get his hoes deleted? No. He they can't. all hoes. They all hoes. Like, men, <laughs> they got a... Di- their wholeness is wired differently. Like, <laughs> our wholeness, we clean that shit up. Their wholeness is like, no. They don't stop. It's That's like a bite. It's embedded within their DNA. They can't help it. 
they homeless might get quiet, but they bring that bitch back. Facts. <laughs> I feel like guys can change though if they done did it all and been through all of that and they find the right person. I think it's timing for guys, right? Yeah. I think they get to a point in their life when they're, it don't matter who they settle down with. It's just whoever is around at that time. Like when he gets lazy and tired. Right. And old with gray hair. I'm ready to be in love. Like some guys just get like that. <laughs> yeah, when his back hurt and shit and he can't be or when he started losing a little bit of money, he like, Hold on, I can't keep up with all these hoes. I need one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've seen that before. <laughs> I want to talk about you and like the space that you're in right now because I see you're really happy with your new label. You know? Yes. And previously you went through a lot. So let's talk about it. how that has affected you and how that affects the music now. Um, I, I feel like it just turned me into a businesswoman. Everything I, I went through, I had to go through in order to get where I'm at now. It sounds so cliche, but it's so true. I went into my situation that I'm in right now with um, knowledge. Like, you know, I, I went in and I said, this is what I know. I learned from my mistakes. This is what I'm looking for. This is what I want. I want a partner. I don't want somebody overseeing me and mm-hmm. stopping what I'm trying to do. You know, I need a partner. And I think that that's what I got from Epic. Like right away out of all the labels I met with, they were just, they just got me. And not for nothing, Epic is ran by a black woman. Like, mm-hmm. I love that because it's like, I don't want some middle-aged old white people telling me how to make my music or do what the fuck I'm supposed to do or reach out to my people. Like, mm-hmm. I need to be with somebody who understands me as a woman, as an artist, and what I stand for. Then everything else can follow. It's so interesting to see all of this now because the first time we seen you was on Sisterhood and Hip Hop. I used to love it, too. <laughs> mm-hmm. to really? Love- Yes. Remember when Loria, remember when we told Paris that I was gonna I was supposed to be on the show, but me and Bia got in a fight. It was the funniest thing. Like we made up this whole cause that y'all had like a promo thing where they like put yeah, Yee in it. Up in the promo picture. Really? So people thought that Yee was on the show. Well uh, specifically one of our friends that works with Ange, right? So why did we lie to her? And we was like, Yeah, Ange is gonna be in the show. She gets into a fight with Bia, right? And so then she's like why me? <laughs> because it was just the easiest to use you right so we like we like yo she gets in a fight with you so she's like oh my god when did this happen i, it was to the, I remember i started free you started time. rapping sing your rap because y'all know you remember it <laughs> uh, you gotta yeah. remember you. i remember it so go ahead why am i just now hearing about this because <laughs> this was stupid this was like I can't believe you got into a fight with Bia. I was like, she was so mad. She was like, no one told me she was filming for this show. Rap your song. I told her it was real confidential when we started filming. I couldn't tell anybody. So that's why I didn't tell her. And I said, she only told me because I helped her write the song. Rap the song. Y'all are crazy. Yes, Come on, I, I want to hear the song too. And we forgot to tell This her is how we do every day. <laughs> she just made up a, oh I just God, a song on the spot. It was literally on the spot, and she believed everything we said. Wait, it's how long did y'all keep this going before y'all told her that it was just Facts. a joke? A good amount of time. <laughs> y'all but, play too much. But seriously, is that so? That was the first time I know that we heard of you. So. I know you were already buzzing before that, but how did that show like do amazing things for you, or do you look back and you're like, eh? Uh, yeah, that show definitely did amazing things for me. I think um, TV, there's no outlet like TV. Like TV gets you in front of people that would never know who the fuck you were. So I love that aspect of it, but I just don't like the editing and the and the uh, what it what it stood for, what it turned into. You know, 
like I always feel like I've moved even when I was younger I always feel like I move with class you know and I have to move with like a certain just a certain level of like how I want to run my shit and I didn't feel like I was getting that from that show you know and I'm, I'm just for the advancement of like black and brown women and I don't feel like that show was doing that at all do you keep in touch with anybody from there yeah I still I still talk to Brianna Perry I still talk to Saya I still talk to uh diamond every once in a while like i'm pretty much cool with all of them i would say in the beginning it did start off like it was more family let's help each other these are our issues mm-hmm. and then it went to like go approach her and ask her why she didn't want to do the song with so and so it just mm-hmm. it did turn a little bit with ti ti was involved in that did he try to help with your career at all um ti was more like far away executive producing it like he wasn't really hands-on with it but um yeah ti was always like offering advice to me and you know just trying to help like there was a time where i was frustrated with the with the production and i remember ti had told me like hey they can't use anything against you that you don't say so you know just like he gave Mm. me a lot of good advice when it came to tv and how to how to maneuver around that show right so he wasn't trying to like set you up like you know the producer oh nah yeah no 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 he wasn't none of that now, what about, does Pharrell still call you and congratulate you on all the moves you're making, even though you're not signing him anymore? Yes. Um, yes, he does. Like, me and Pharrell are still really cool. And it's always, I have infinite love and respect for him and fam. And because they changed my life. So at the end of the day, like, I never, I'll never have nothing negative to say about them. Like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. Was it hard for you to get out of that deal? Like, how did that happen? Yeah, it wasn't easy for me to get out the deal. You know, I actually think Pharrell helped me get out the deal more than anything. Like, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't have got out that deal. You know what I'm saying? So, but I think everybody just knew that it wasn't serving me and it was really hurting me and it wasn't allowing me to grow and be the artist that I could be. So it's like, why keep somebody in a situation where they're not happy and you're not serving them? They're not serving you, you know? How long after that did you do the song with Russ? I actually did the song with Russ a year before my release, oh. maybe six months to a year before my release. And how it ended up coming out was because g Easy was going to use the buy the beat from Boy Wonder. And Russ is just one of those people that he just don't like nobody telling him no. Like, so we had the song cut already and we didn't have a place for it. But um, like, you know, Russ hadn't had plans to put it out yet. But I think Boy Wonder had called him and was like, yo, g Easy's about to buy this beat. Do, y'all, do you still want it or what? And Russ was like, hell yeah, I still want it. Just bought the beat just so nobody else could buy the beat. Ended up putting out the song a week. Like He was like, yeah, we just going to put out the song because he was doing single by single at the time. And we just dropped that song by like, you know, him just wanting to drop the song just because he's like, fuck it, I'm going to just drop it. And um, that song came out a week after I signed my official release. Wow, wow. lucky. Seven days. Literally so I seven was days. a full seven days. So I was literally independent when that song came out. Fire. What timing? Yeah. That is God's plan. Yes, yes it that's is. crazy. I can't, yo, I can't make it up. And I literally thank God every day because I'm just so God-fearing, bro. Because I, I could, I cannot make that up. Like that time in my life, I was coming off the craziest depression. Like just straight depression. Everything just just miserable. Like, you know, when you just, I was doing drugs, I was just doing everything to cope with my depression. You know, even, even I had days where I was like, you know, I would never contemplate suicide, but what, if I don't got this, I don't have shit, you know? So it was like, I didn't even know myself at that time and I felt helpless. So prayer and God really like, and Rihanna, 
Rihanna posted that song. Prayer too. God and Rihanna. And Rihanna. In that order. In that order. That's right. But so did the label think you planned that? No. They knew I didn't plan that. And I think that's that's what made it even more beautiful because it's like so many people had counted me out. Like so many people were like, mm, she's not, she's not doing shit. She ain't gonna make it shake. Like if she haven't done it in all these years, she's not gonna do it now. You know? I just think so many people gave up on me. So that's and that's the beauty of it. That song is literally what saved you. Yeah. That that's song crazy. It literally gave me an outlet. It gave it opened doors for me. It it changed my life like that gave me a, a brand new opportunity right when i needed it who's the first dude that slid in your dms after that song blew up like somebody notable rihanna was the first person <laughs> 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 yeah, good answer really. good answer russ, <laughs> russ posted the snippet mm-hmm. and then i posted the snippet and then she dm me and was like bitch this shit is hard send it to me and i was like bitch i'll send it right now like, right. like you mean, like you have it. You have it all, so, Rihanna. Yeah, you, I told I you before. You, you want the album? <laughs> I told you before. I thought it was y'all, you and Russ featuring Rihanna. I thought that was her. That instead of you on the hook, and I told you that before. <laughs> Everybody thought that. I didn't know yeah. why they thought it was so crazy to me. <laughs> Now, let me ask you about groupies, right? When you go on tour, like I know you've been on tour with so many people. So is it different? Like if you're who, depending on who you're with, like if you're with Ariana Grande, right? What are the guys like trying to holler at you on a tour like that as opposed to a hip hop tour? Ariana Grande fans don't try to holler at you. They <laughs> want to be friends. Like they really, they are just so happy to be there. Honestly, Ariana Grande fans are probably some of the best like, I think she got the best fans because they, they they ride for her. Like, they're like barbs, how they ride for her and they're ready to fight about everything. Mm-hmm. But they also love you and embrace everything. Like, if Ari loves you and if Ari brings you, they're like, they're welcoming. Like, every mm-hmm. show I had, it's hard to be an opener and for an arena show. Like, I didn't have a lot of fans to be opening as direct support for Ariana. So, like, I was doing arenas when nobody really knew my music. So for them to be that receptive and me to be able to put on a good show, no dancers, just being my DJ in an arena of 20,000 people, that's not easy to do. That's crazy. Like, yeah. So it's like, you know, you could pull that footage up and you go look back and you'd be like, wow, those were great shows. And it's all because of her fans and their energy. And they allowed us to have that type of show, you know? How was that initial feeling for that first time you went out to that arena show? Because that's a lot of seats, you know? How did that feel? Yeah. Um, the first time I, I would say I had got prepped for it because I had the J Balvin record with Pharrell before, right before I went on tour with Ari. So I had already, like with J Balvin, I've done my biggest crowds I've ever done. Like right. J Balvin, I did 75,000 people in Chile. Mm-hmm. So that was like, that, that you can't even see the people it's just right, lights you know dots. what i'm saying so that 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 taught me like oh this is a different game like, right so with ari i think um all the shows i had had it taught me how to like um crowd control but more so like with arenas and how to do like crowd interaction and just be able to command an audience as one person mm. do girls try to holler at you too yeah girls definitely try to holler at me sometimes um but that's because I, I like I like girls like I'm not one of those people that's like I wouldn't say I'm gay or I wouldn't say I'm, I'm bi but I just like I'm open like does that make sense 
I feel like Dirk said some lines in there that I was like, wait a minute, did we miss something? He like, I'm gonna give it yeah, to Bia. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, He's like, show up with niggas, I pass it to Bia. Like, yeah. Because the bitches love me. Like, girls, love me. I'm a girl's girl, baby. Mm-hmm. Like, we can do makeup together. We can go hang out. Like, and they eat <laughs> pussies know? together. <laughs> uh, girl, you nasty. What? <laughs> Like she pulled her hair back like she's about to do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Hold on, let me get ready. I have a boyfriend, honey. Okay. But I do you have a girlfriend? Like, like I think girls are beautiful. I love women. Like, it's not like, yeah. Would you do a threesome with your boyfriend? Probably not. Not right now. But probably. Not just probably, probably not. Probably not. Probably not. Like, if I ever did do a threesome with my man, it would be like maybe in marriage. Like, when I know, like, you know what I'm saying? Because I will be damned if I bring a bitch into my house and she run off with my nigga. I'm a killer. I'll have to kill everybody. <laughs> well, who's the hothead now? <laughs> now, I know you are a girl's girl. Have you ever been disappointed by, like, other women that you've met in the business that you looked up to or admired from afar and then met them in real life and was like, man, that was not what I thought it would be? I think more guys, more guys. I feel like that than women, because I don't. No, no, women. I don't really run into that as much. Guys, like you, you think that somebody's like way cooler, and then you meet them, and you're like, wow, you are not that cool. You are actually mm-hmm. really like lame and corny, and just so a lot of lame and a lot of cornies out here in this industry. It's so sad. It's so lame. Could you work <laughs> with somebody who you thought was lame and corny but talented? No. <laughs> <laughs> no I, like, I'm gonna tell you I stand on it like one thing about me like you can go look up my tweets go look up who I fuck with who I don't fuck with I stand on it like I'm not pussy like you know what I'm saying so if I said it I mean it and I stand on it like I don't fuck with everything uh. I know right <laughs> <laughs> I gotta ask you what kind of diet do you have I'm just curious cause you've always kept it together uh, right now, I've been eating a lot. Like at first, I wasn't really, I didn't really have like a strict diet. But now, I just try to eat cleaner. Like I eat a lot more fish, and if I do eat meat, I eat meat less. You know, I might eat meat like two times out the week, maybe three times out the week. But if I do eat meat, it's lean. It's like ground turkey, or it's like you know, I'm like I eat a lot of clean stuff because I don't work out as much as I want to. So I don't know. I seen you on that jump rope. I was sitting there like I think I need to practice a little bit. <laughs> You know what made me do that? Rolling loud. Rolling loud made me do that. Yeah, because I was feeling out of breath because I haven't performed in so long. Mm. So I was like, you know what? Like, you know, quarantine, coming out of quarantine, I was like, yeah, I got this, I got this. But I was a little bit more winded than I usually would be. So I was Mm. like, I need to just start doing cardio, rap my lyrics while I'm jump rope and just do shit to make me like, you know, build up my lung capacity. Right. Yeah. You got me. I'm dead serious. I went and ordered a jump rope after I, I seen have a jump rope. I have a weighted jump rope. <laughs> oh, I, th- I fuck up with the weighted jump ropes. I can't really do those. I can only do the regular jump ropes. Yeah, listen, I haven't been using it. I think I use it like twice ever. But it's always my goal to like bring that on vacation. But, you know, somehow I, I said you too big. I've been down gave myself <laughs> two black eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get it together. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, let's talk about you know this. That was good too. Oh. Jumping jacks. You could do jumping yeah, jacks. Yeah, jumping jacks, jumping jacks. I like jumping jacks. That's you know it. Like, you I like, like some on beaches up in cities. I had never done that before, but I feel like I'm never going to do that on my own without the trainer. What, jumping jacks? 
No, like at, oh. like at home workout, it's just not happening for me. Nice. Yeah, same. I need the motivation too. I'm trying. I've been trying, y'all. I just started trying. <laughs> so you can start trying too, and I will. Yeah, like <laughs> I could do it. You could do it. Mm-hmm. Now let's talk about the song cover girl. All right, because that's my shit right now. Yeah. Who nigga who didn't deserve it? Ugh, me. I'm gonna just turn my camera off, child. Right. <laughs> Take myself out of this one. Don't <laughs> so oh keep it real. God. Like, how often do you give that pussy up to a guy? Who, how, how often has that happened? Have you ever been like, I want to just take it back? Baby, not often. One time was enough, okay? <laughs> okay? Lesson learned, period. Mm. So, you think every girl has done that? L'Oreal, why are you shaking your head? Listen. Even people that probably deserved it ain't deserve it, I feel like. That part. Okay. In retrospect, but at and the time. At the time, you might have thought like, it was a good idea. Yeah. And I feel like at, at that time, like, I wasn't talking about, like, material. Like, you know, like, oh, you got to pay for this pussy or whatever. Because I feel like that's a constant thing that you see now. Like, you got to pay for this pussy. You want to fuck with this pussy and you need some money. Whoop-de-whoop. But for me, it was, like, just a standard thing, like, I was just sick of like the dating scene and I felt like men are so quick to tell you what they want or what they think that they deserve or whatever. But it's like, I just felt like I need to go in with a different standard. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like I need to just have go in differently. Like, and I don't owe y'all need a shit like period. <laughs> How did your man win you over then? Like, what are some of the things he did? He was so sweet. <laughs> he was so nice. You know, like I'm I'm used to like nice guys, but not like hood and nice guys, you know what I'm saying? Like not that nice and that hood. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like he's really with that with the action, but still like very, very sweet. And like I remember one time, it was like when I first started dating him, he was like, you know, like he had said something to me one time, like, I just want to take care of you. And I was like, I don't need you to take care of me. Like I got I what the fuck? Like, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like I was real spicy, like, I don't need you to take care of me. Like, what makes you think I need somebody to take care of me? I'm taken care of. I'm fine. And he was like, Not like that, stupid. Like I'm talking about like, <laughs> 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 he was like, you know, I'm not just talking about like financially, like I'm talking about everything, like emotionally, like, you know, just be there. And he really was that. Like he really just leveled up, leveled me up. Like mentally, spiritually, just like we level each other up. That's what it's about, I think. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was asking somebody, um, they had this new thing, right? That Trojan made for guys. It's a masturbator. And um, hold on, let me find it. Cause I want I want y'all to see this. For him or her? It's for him. For him. Okay. Like one of those stroker okay. things. It's only six dollars, right? What? How good could this be? <laughs> the tantric. Would you get something like that as a gift for your man? Like, would you be mad if, like, say you're out of town? Would you want him to just masturbate without you there? I wouldn't mind, but I don't think he would use it. <laughs> I was at. You know what? Somebody told me a guy told me that masturbating. He doesn't do that anymore because that's for like for kids. I've never seen or caught my nigga masturbating. I don't even know if he does it. <laughs> really? I'm sure he does. Does he watch porn? I don't think he watches porn because we have a lot of sex, baby. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I see. Out of town. I don't know. Maybe I wouldn't be mad though. Like I like porn. I don't really watch it like that, but I like it. So what's a lot of sex, Bia? Like I like a lot of sex. 
<laughs> like not for real like you know i just like depends like you know some days you got those weeks where you have like you might have sex like three to four times in a day then you might have another week where you don't go three days and you don't have no sex so it's just it depends i was talking to like my co-host on my morning show and they was telling me that once a week is fine whoa that's what I said. I was like, what the hell? That's y'all live together. Yeah, I'm like, yeah, yeah, are y'all divorced? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, if you got somebody yeah. else. <laughs> that's what I think too. They said three one to three times a week. And I'm like, that's not enough to me. I think yeah, every day, at least. Yeah. Every I, day. Every other I day. I can do it every day. It's at least five days if you have like one Okay, day. at least five. If you if got you, your parents live together. Last two. If y'all live together, then five days a week. You know, yeah, if I had sex, he comes and then he just does it again right after. Mm-hmm. Like he could come again. Yeah, like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> Keep it going. I don't know how you getting out of breath on stage. Have you ever had <laughs> Right. <laughs> Have you ever had sex like before you had to perform in the um while you were getting ready in your room? No. Yeah, there, and then he's like, Come on, real quick. I'm usually like too busy doing last minute shit when I'm getting ready to perform. Like I'm doing my makeup, I'm doing my last minute. Like, oh, let me fix this, let me fix that. So, I don't even sometimes smoke weed before my show, and I smoke a lot of weed. Like, and I don't even, I won't even hit the blunt if I'm busy. I was wondering, yeah, like, you get like weak or something. You know how like boxers can't have sex right before they box. <laughs> you go out there, you be all off doing your moves. <laughs> I would probably be way too calm. Like if I had sex before a show, I would probably go out there like. I don't really care about the show. <laughs> <laughs> have a girl for certain. Yeah. <laughs> do y'all do matching outfits? Sometimes. Oh, that's cute. Is this your idea of his? Like, how does this work? Like, it will be if we go out somewhere and we see, like, a, a piece, like, a, like, a, like we saw these hair on pressing pants that we both like, so we both got the same pants. Like, it would be some <laughs> shit like that. Like, yeah. oh, I like those pants. I like those pants too. Or like, oh, I like that shoe. I like that shoe too. Like, we do shit like that sometimes. That's cute. Y'all yeah, cute mm-hmm. or whatever. <laughs> now, let me ask you this: Have you ever been in the bed with somebody and felt like things went too far? Like they got too aggressive, and you were like, "Whoa!" Like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> Actually, I had I had hung out with this guy one time. This was long before, like, it was a while ago. Long, long in my single days, and. It was a little date or whatever. And he's like, I think we had went on like two dates. And he was like, oh, I think we were just chilling, watching a movie one day. He was like, oh, can I give you a massage? And I'm like, okay. Like, oh, girl. Give me a massage. Like, okay. Mm-hmm. He starts rubbing my back, right? I didn't, I had all my clothes on still, by the way. He's rubbing my back and he gets to my, my lower back and he starts sliding his tongue down my ass. Uh-oh. Like, <laughs> down, like, like, the crack. <laughs> like down from the lower back down like oh God, what the hell kind of massage is that I jumped up so fast I was like what are you doing like I didn't even give you that green light for you to even go there did he make it to the hole yes. no I don't think he got no, that make, far just making no. sure right, right when he got down to the crack I'm like whoa like, what are you doing with this? Like, so you don't like your legs? I do, but when I'm prepared, like when I want, right. when I'm ready yeah. to have sex, like my, right. not not like you giving me a massage, you just start shove your tongue in my ass without even yeah, that's without even much. me giving you the green light if I want you in there. 
Well, then how was that your first move? Like, right. you just gonna go right. straight to licking ass on the first move? Now, like, we have been out this my neck or something. Like, Thank you. <laughs> I'd have been out all day, took a shit somewhere, came back. Uh, oh, I did a little That's just up. weird. That's just weird. Lori <laughs> help. Has a guy ever tried to make you lick his butt? No. <laughs> you paused too long, Bia. That's not true. We don't believe you. <laughs> I was like, what guy asked a girl to lick his ass? Does that ever happen to you? Yes. No, and, they don't. They also just try to, like, yes, they do. Up, right? Like, Push your head down a little further. I feel like like the a lot of hood niggas don't like that. Like, don't go near their ass. Like they don't want you near their ass. They don't I want you to know ass. they want you near their ass. Exactly. Maybe maybe around the balls, but not the ass. <laughs> Listen, I'm telling you right now, that's not. I true. bet if you try it, they're not all gonna stop. <laughs> okay. Maybe <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of nerve endings in the anus. Okay? Yeah, you just can't give a fair warning because then it then they feel a little weird. You can't be like, all right, now I'm about to. Yeah, I'm about to you just it. gotta do it. Yeah, you can't, like, I got a homegirl <laughs> that like gets off on that ass play. Like she'll try to, she'll literally try to like be like, oh, tonight I'm gonna try to stuff my finger in his ass and see if he'll let me thrust him. Like she'll be like, I'm gonna take his manhood. Like she likes that shit. Oh like, shit, I'm gonna take his manhood though. <laughs> Oh my god! And then she come back and tell all of y'all. Yeah, like, yeah. And then she fall in love with him, and now she looking crazy because she done told everybody she done finger banged that nigga. <laughs> she don't fall in love with them. No, I will tell you that. Never, she, not once. She exposed their ass right in the group chat and keep it moving. Oh wow! Damn, savage, <laughs> savage. And she told us all right. he had a small dick and all kind of shit, and they ended up marrying him. Wow! What? Every time I look at them now, I just be like, damn, mm-hmm. I feel bad for him. That's how I know once oh. I tell Angela something, I got dead the nigga because <laughs> <laughs> I know I ain't never going to live it down. I'll be no, like, I know I, I can tell you. Angela always no, remember. she's not going to say nothing to anyone else. She's going to bring it up to you and you're going to feel crazy and it's no, going to be If you married a guy who had a little dick, I wouldn't bring it up again. I would yeah. just, before I married him, before I, I married was, him, you I were. I was looking at you like this sometimes. <laughs> yeah, like, that's sad. No, you would mm. get me a small dick at my bachelor party or some right. shit like that. It's a, you <laughs> I know. want to intimidate the guy. <laughs> you I want to come to the bachelorette party. Well, we're, us <laughs> too. You look track. like you more on the track to it before. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah, I'll be talking about marriage. Yeah, we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And? Yeah, we talk about it. <laughs> And what is the talking? Like, when we're re- when we're ready, we'll be ready. Like but we're not really, but like we're still like you know growing. Marriage is so long, like it's but it's good to talk about. It's good to just like you know know that that's what you want. Like I want a wedding, some point in my life. He wants a wedding. I want a big wedding. He wants a big wedding. I want to be married before I have kids. He want to be, you know what I'm saying? Kind of. <laughs> well, I'm about to say you just right. stopped. So what what happened? He has kids already. Yeah, he has a daughter. He has a three year old. How long was it until he introduced you to his daughter? Um, kind of soon, just because I was already around, and then like I was there one time where she mm-hmm. was around. So like it's kind of like you can't not have, you can't not. Oh, this is my daughter. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> How did you feel about dating guys with kids before this? Oh, before it, I wasn't with it at all. Like, I could have sworn, like, and I didn't want to say that, but I remember you saying that before that you said you wouldn't date a guy with kids. Mm-hmm. I had dated a. The only industry nigga I dated ever had a kid in a in a wild baby mama situation, mm-hmm. and it was like toxic as fuck. And I just was like, I'll never date anybody with a baby mama ever again. But 
it's more so I'll never date anybody with a baby mama that's still fucking a baby mama. Right? <laughs> that part. Don't do that. Because like, <laughs> there's a lot of people that's out here that co-parent and they don't fuck with their baby mama and baby father. They got new relationships or whatever it right. may be, but you got to make sure that that's what it is. Like, mm-hmm. like, there has to be some type of conversation. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So with the ex, was the baby mama trying to fight you or like pulling up or no. any of the DMs or anything? He was just lying. Like the the, mm-hmm. the guy was just lying about because his baby Because he was mama. still fucking like, with her. Yeah, because he was still fucking her. So of course she's going to get crazy. Of course she's going to be mad because, you know, like like any woman would be. Like, you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I, I just don't, I don't deal with that. Like, it's not going to be the wrong. Like you not took somebody's man, but you right. <laughs> you yeah, didn't even know what like, was going on. Yeah, I don't need to do that. Like, you know, I didn't find out till it was like a little too late. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, what's the plan for you now? Because I know you have some new music coming out, a new album. Yes. It's called For Certain. Um, as of right now, I'm dropping it on December 11th. And I'm just so happy about it because this is the first body of work that I feel like, like I did it with my friends. I did it in a happy place. Like, this is like, I can stand on this music. I love this music. It's like, these are some of my favorite songs on this tape, you know? Mm-hmm. So, so I'm just happy. I'm really happy about it. Like, I'm proud of little, it. Give us a little something. Like, what do we, what's the common theme? What is for certain about? So like, for certain is more so like, um, you know, when I'm like, cover girl for certain. certain. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how it started. For certain is more so like, I'm certain about everything. I'm certain about everything where I'm at in life, what my moves are, what I'm doing, how I'm feeling. It's just, a, a place of surety like that's where i was at when i cut this with this project because i was like i'm sure of myself like there wasn't ever a time in my career where i felt so sure of myself so like in my most authentic self you know it's right now so it just the title just stuck out to me and it was like one day i just woke up and i was like for starting like that's what i'm gonna call it like you know even when cover girl came out and so many girls, the hashtag came about like cover girl for certain. So many girls write to me for certain, for certain. So I was like, you know, this is a thing. Like, yeah, certainly. Like, let's get it. I um, like it. So December 11th, that's for certain, right? Yeah. For certain. There's <laughs> a couple features on it. Not a lot of features. Um, It's just uh, probably like the biggest feature I'm probably ha- most excited about on it is me and Lil John. that's fire Mm -hmm. we did a we did a new bia bia so oh my god that's so dope that's so fire yeah so it's like i'm i'm really like i'm one of those people that features to me like don't really mean a lot unless they're super cute like you know unless they're like just like mean something like authentic or like yeah yeah just meaningful like i'm not one of those people that feel like i gotta get like a feature on every record i gotta reach out to everybody like Whoever comes to me or whoever I fuck with and we do features, it's authentic. It's real. That record with you and Dirk is my shit. I ain't even got cap. Like, thank you. That shit is fire. And you spitting on there too. Video, fire, and everything. That was about those guy, that guy. You know what I'm talking about? I see you put his ass in the trunk and you was like, you killed him or some shit. I killed him. (laughs) You was killing everybody. You ever felt like you wanted to kill somebody or just him? Yeah. A lot of times I watch a lot of crime shows. <laughs> like I really feel like it's something in me that feels like, like you gotta go. Like if you do something that you gotta go. Like, mm-hmm. but um, but what's the worst thing yeah. you've ever done when like a guy has done something to make you feel that way? Heat up a car before, broke some stuff. I'm trying to remember. 
I don't think I ever did anything too crazy because I was always one of those people that just like, if you push me to a certain point, I'm going to just make you feel it. Like, I'm going to do everything in my power. Because like the way I'm at, everybody circle back. Like, I haven't had a boyfriend yet that hasn't circled back on me. We always talk about that. Mm -hmm. that. So it's like, I'm going to make sure when you circle back, like, you can't even reach me. Like, it's quiet for you. Right. That's going to that's gonna hurt more than me busting your windows or me causing a scene. Like, I'm just going to make it so hard for you. You will not escape me. You're going to see me everywhere. You're going to hear me. You're going to see me again. Some guys like that drama, too. They feel like it means you really care when you be getting all emotional and crazy. I yell a little bit, like, when I'm mad. <laughs> but I don't... Man, I'm not going... I'm not stressing myself out for nobody, you know? Good. You don't need to. You got everything going on. You know what I was thinking too about the song Same Hands because you were talking about everything you could do with your hands, but there's some things you haven't done yet. (laughs) (laughs) Yo, you're sick. What? But this though? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. But certain. Come on now. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you got some now we're 11th we are so looking forward to it Bia, we're glad that we connected and anything that we I'm can glad. do you know we're really here to like mm-hmm. support you and your movement everything you've been yes. doing we watch how hard you work how talented you are and you definitely you. deserve it so mm-hmm. we'll be here to make sure that we let everybody know december 11th is a day for certain when we're back open again yes. we want to see you in person for sure and do something together so yes yes me too ladies i really appreciate y'all having me like i really I feel like this is the first time in my life that I'm doing something that I just, I'm sure about, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't seek no validation. I just know it's it. Like, it just feels right. And I own all my shit. So I really feel like I want to do more on the business side. Like, with more girls, I want to be more of an example. Because, like, they don't know anything about business. Everybody just wants to do music. Nobody mm-hmm. just wants to know the other side of what, what's going on over here. Right. Oh, you own your own masters, right? Yeah. That's dope. You good. Yeah. Yeah. Learn your lessons from that first uh, deal, huh? (laughs) Yes. I'm so proud. I'm so proud of that. Thankful. Thankful. That's huge. Really came together with me. Good job. Bia. 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 Hey. Hey. I can't wait to hear this new Bia. Bia. (laughs) (laughs) Hey. Get it. Huh. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Uh. Pop it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but some people will tell you don't sign to a label, but you sign whatever your situation is, you work out your deal. And I think yes. it's an amazing deal. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I see people say that all the time. They're like, oh, don't sign to a label. Don't sign to a label. But it's like, unless you got the money to shoot all your videos, go to playlisting, go to radio, do all that shit on your own. You might should go look for a label. Like everybody, <laughs> it's it's not that every label's bad. You just gotta sign at the right time, and when you know what the fuck you're doing, label. Right. Mm-hmm. So you was good to go. Yeah, facts. All right, well, Bia, again, thank you so much. December 11th, first certain. We love you. Yes, I love y'all. Thank you so much, ladies. Y'all have a Bye. good day. Let's chat soon, okay? Okay, we love you. Bye. Love y'all too. Bye. Bye. <laughs>